You're listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly United States of America history podcast. Each week, I, Senor Dave, read a story (laughs) to my friend. Ah, Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Hola! Took a while. Is now the time to adopt your Mexican heritage? Is now the right time to strike um, on that? Feels like maybe the iron's off. Hello. <laughs> Better. How hello. are you? Mr. Dave Anthony. How's your wall? Regular citizen. Regular American citizen. David Anthony. God, do you want to hit a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Gareth. Is Dave okay? Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakie of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> 1890! Okay. Put an S on the end? You sure did. So it's like Slowly. a decade? Yep. New York City. Okay. Have you heard of New York City? Read about it. Brutal gangs roamed the streets of Manhattan. We've heard this. Wow. Yeah. Well, we know that. Gangs such as the Atlantic Guards, Battle Row Gang, Baxter Street Dudes. <laughs> Wait. Okay. They must have been kind of fancy. Yeah. The Daybreak Boys. Sure. Only... Fod. Up at dawn. Vampires. Yeah. The dead rabbits. Heard of what? it. The dock rats. <laughs> I, I like assume, that one. Yeah, I assume they hung out by the dock. Give us all your cheese. The five points. Wait, are they mice? Yeah. The five points gang. Sure. 40 thieves. <laughs> now that one. Sorry, we're not taking no members right now. <laughs> Why? We got 40. Okay. It's like a packed club. What about? In, out one, in one. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no! Now you got 39! You got a spot? Welcome aboard! Thank you! Take this jacket. It's covered in blood. The 4th Avenue Tunnel Gang will be in the tunnel. We're digging. Uh, The Hudson Dusters. (coughs) Yep. The James Street Gang. That's right. We know what street this is. Little Doggies. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that was actual little dogs. Yeah. Um, Neighbor's Sons. Damn. We live near here. <laughs> my dad's put, my dad's got a place over there. We're all boys. We live close to this place. The pansies. Move on. <laughs> the pug uglies. Whoa. The swamp angels. Help us. We can't get out of here, but we're majestic. And the wyos. All right. Wyos we'll were the, that one too. Wyos were the most violent. Okay. Wyos. Mm-hmm. Wyos. A Y and then O S. Okay. Wyos. Or wheeze. Why? Wait, why N-O-S? No, Y-O-S. Y-O-S. Um, a lot of these gangs were Irish. Can you believe that? They fled during the potato famine. Some of them went all the way back to the mid-1800s. But oh, oh the, wait. It took me a minute to process that. I yeah. thought we were about to go on like a time travel. I know. One. I was having fun. Oh. Uh uh, but the 1890s were really the heyday of these gangs. Most of the gangs were street fighters, while others had specialties, uh, like they were robbers, thieves, or murderers. One of the larger gangs of the time were the Gophers. Sure. Sure. Uh, the Gophers. Tough. Yeah. It's a fucking badass name. Yeah. We're under the ground. Yeah. We're in dirt. We're ruining your golf course. I hear my teeth. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, the Gophers ruled Hell's Kitchen, which was then a rough Irish area in Manhattan. Okay. So the Gophers are in Hell's Kitchen. Nothing yeah. to see here. Nope. Uh, the turf went from 7th Avenue to 11th Avenue and from 14th Street to 42nd Street. That's a pretty big fucking area. Now, so, like, people can walk there. You just can't be a gang walking there? Yeah, other gangs couldn't come in. Right. But, yeah, anybody could walk anybody through. Can walk I mean, you might there. get robbed, but that's part of well, that's kind of my life, question. life in the city. Sure. So avoid the area. Not necessarily. Where else are you going to go? Well, maybe other, around it. The other places are all controlled by gangs too. I'm going to go find the. You want to be safe. I'm going to go find the puppy boys. Want to be safe? You go. You go up, up, up east side, up west side. I'll, okay. Uh, puppy boys. Uh, they're called little doggies. My little friend. doggies. Uh, you just got yourself stabbed, but that's pure disrespect. <laughs> no, we're a sister gang. We're in Ireland. We're uh, the puppy babies. <laughs> Uh, so they got their name because they were known to hide out in basements and cellars. Wait, what's their name again? The Gophers. The Gophers. Okay, right. <laughs> uh, their peak, the membership was around 500. For money, they targeted the Hudson River Railroad Yards, which were their territory, and they targeted shops in the area. They also raided the docks frequently. Okay. So just a bunch of guys running down the docks. Sure. Taking, taking uh, potatoes and other Yeah, what items. are they? Yeah. Well, everything comes off the dock. Right. So you and you there. just go down there and like mid-unloading, you just rob yeah, them and run? Yeah, you just fucking right. run. Let me give me a hand with that, Charlie. Huh? Idiot. Oh, gophers. They were far from uh, organized crime, more like disorganized. Okay. Right? Uh, they were very undisciplined. Sometimes they would rent themselves out as enforcers for politicians, but mostly they just fought each other. They The gophers fought each other? Yeah, I mean, they would... It's a big territory. Everyone's yeah, always 500 vying, members. Fine for the top. Sure. Uh, gang had a lot of turnover at the top. Okay. So, and that, com- that's, uh, that comes from... How does that work? Is that like nature where there's a... Uh, well, the they were turbulent. The, the gang was considered turbulent and very fickle as far as who they were following. So they would just like fire somebody. Yeah, they right. wouldn't. Yeah. Like I, don't about, I don't know about... Well, I don't know. They could kill them. I mean, okay. I, don't know if, right. I don't know if guys get fired from a gang. Well, I mean, you know... yeah. Like, hey, Patty! Yeah. You're out! You're fired! For what? You're a bad leader. But I'm the leader. You can't fire me. Oh, Where the hell are you from again? I don't know. Where oh, no. am I from? Oh, Hello, governor! Oh, oh, I'm this from guy England! Again. Oh, it's this bloody guy again. <laughs> oh, I hate this guy. He is the worst. Um. So... Uh, they would they would die also or be put in jail, you know? Sure. So the gang didn't really uh, create any big leaders like the Dead Rabbits did. Like, he was the famous one from the... Right. The defa- we all remember Gangs the famous Dead movie. Rabbit guy. Yeah. yeah. He was in the Scorsese piece of garbage. Oh, in Gangs of New York? Yeah. When he, remember when he cranked out that turd? Yeah. Real bad. Um, so uh, uh, they had a string of leaders. Some were uh, Newberg Gallagher. Mm-mm. Stumpy Malarkey? I'm smashing the fruit! Now we're under Stumpy. Hey, wait up, everyone! I've got a little foot! Hurry, wait up! I'm walking in circles on accident again! <laughs> How come I can't get this bloody yes. right? Me name is just like a small knob and then shaped. <laughs> a one lung Koran? Hell! <laughs> what? Hell! <laughs> nice too! And you! Goo Goo Knox. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. I'm too little to be here. How are you guys doing? Have you seen me pacifiers? What do you mean the doorbell's broken? I got a solution. I'm a baby. <laughs> Let's just knock. Go, go. Go, go. Go, go, knock. Go, go, knock. 
I don't. I'm not. We answering. gotta go. Good night. Go. I'm not, I'm not answering the door. Go go. Go go. Knock. Babies have robbed me. Go 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 go. Knock. So, uh, Gugu would go on to found the Hudson Dusters. Hey! One Lung Cran. Uh, he was... couldn't join the Dusters because of his condition. Right. Well, yeah, you can't be a part of you that. Gotta be again. careful with just the one. Uh, he was a bit famous uh, because of a fashion trend he started. Walking around with a collapsed chest? <laughs> just because just you have one lung. Hello! Doesn't mean, <laughs> doesn't mean that you. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> There's a I, downside. I don't think I put in here why he was named One Lung. I, I know. It wasn't because of what you think. Oh. Okay. so uh, He had two extra lungs. He was a bit famous. Uh, he, one day, uh, his girlfriend said she was cold and she wanted a new jacket. Okay. So he went out, and uh, right away he saw a cop, so he blackjacked him. He blackjacked him? Blackjack is that the leather thing that has the metal in it, and you whack someone with it. You've seen blackjacks, Wait, right? I, I don't know. You haven't? You're gonna. What? Do you, what? Huh? Wait. So, well, there's a couple of questions. We'll okay, put ahead. a pin on that last yeah. one. But so they're just like it's a handle, leather, and then and then a, and then a looser a looser about. leather part, right? And it's got a metal something inside. Sure. Maybe packed with ground metal or just a bar, and they just fucking whack you with okay, it. Okay. So he goes over and he blackjacks a cop. Blackjacks a cop, right? Knocks him out. Takes his jacket. Wow. He blackjacketed him. He blackjacketed. Blackjack jacket. Uh, so, uh, so one long, he, he steals it and then he brings it to his girlfriend. What do you think, baby? I saw it and I thought of you. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Hello. Officer Maloney's your name from you're, Police Academy. You're my favorite potato. Excuse me? Hi. The girl, uh, his girlfriend tar- tailored it, uh, into a quote, smart jacket of military cut. Sure. And then she wore it out, and all the other girls in the neighborhood loved it. Okay, but I'm going to go ahead and throw a flag on the play, uh-huh. which is that if they're looking for somebody who beat up this cop, they see this jacket? Soon all the gang members wanted one for their girlfriends, and cops were being hunted all over Hell's Kitchen and beaten for their uniforms. Well, I will say... Did you not see it going that way? <laughs> what is refreshing is for humans to be hunted for their pelts. <laughs> That is true. It's like nice to be like, like finally yeah. come after our own and be like, look at this fancy sport coat. Look at you. Well, you're a fancy one. Here, copper, copper, copper. Shit, I didn't write down why he was called One Lung. That's a shame. It became, uh, it even became a way for uh, young wannabe kids to become a full-fledged member of the gang. So you get a cop coat and you're in. Yeah. So Owen Madden, who came to be called Oni, was an 11-year-old immigrant in Hell's Kitchen, and he wanted to become a gopher because, quote, <laughs> they a, didn't work. He's 11. Yeah. He's 11, and he doesn't yeah. want to work? He told his mom, he's like, Mother, I don't want to be a man out there working. I yes. want to be a well, man. you're 11. You're 11 years yeah, old. Yeah, but 11. I like to hit fellas in the head. Yeah, but you're 11. Yes. You're 11. I know. You stay home for Mother, a while. I'm going to kill you and no, take your no, clothes. No, no, you're 11. I'm taking your clothes. You're 11. Like you're a fucking... You're ele- like you're a fucking seal. You are 11. I am way bigger than you. You are 11. And here we go. What? And stabby stab. Ah, he busted. So one lung told Oni that if he beat up a cop and stripped him of his entire uniform, he could become a member. <laughs> wait, wait. He's huh? 11. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it, what? It didn't take long. What? For the 11-year Oni <laughs> to beat up a cop and return with the uniform. Oni was then a gopher. <laughs> That's a bad day for that cop. Yeah. 
I mean, it's one thing to lose your badge or your gun, yeah. but to have it. All right, Connor, what did he look like? Uh, a very short. He's a little, uh, little fella. Little, huh? Yeah, he's uh, like a, um, uh, you know, midgetish uh, sort of little person. Like a little. A little small. Little man, though. He's a little man. Yes, like a He's little, a little man. A, bit, well, a little strong man a, a we're looking man, for. A, Keep an eye on a bullish man. No, he's not. Probably with a not, beard. Not necessarily a man. Right. As far, he's, like, he's like small person sized. He's a, he's a tiny man, but he's no, a strong. No, he's tiny for, for sure. Right. But he's a bit boyish looking. Okay, he's a, youth, a youthful looking face, but he's probably 30, 40. Oh, well, a little bit less. Twenty. Okay, uh, a little bit less than nineteen. That. I go down. Seventeen. Ah, uh, he's he can't be younger than fifteen. Yeah, otherwise, no, yeah, this I'd is a shit. I'd say a little bit less. Fourteen. Than, okay, I mean, this so is a little. Quite, thirteen. This is sad. I mean, I just a, twelve. I believe you're on the hook for abuse. Okay, I just go down. He's eleven. Uh, yeah, I think eleven. I think he's about eleven. Jesus God. Terrifying. Good Lord. A fist like a like a small monkey. Yeah, that's not big. Just coming at your fists of fury, monkey fists. How many kids were there? Yeah, it's, oh, it's, uh, I, if I put them all together, I... Yeah, count up all the kids. Uh, so, uh, you got the one? So, yeah. That was, uh, that was the whole of it. Terrifying, though. Little Irish eyes. Little, all right, so we're looking for a kid. Yeah, but a scary... Uh, can I get a blanket? You're fired. Could I have a blanket? You're fired. I'm very cold without... Yes. A uniform here. Get out. Okay. Thank you for having me on your force. Protect me from the children. Go. After several officers were beaten and robbed of their jackets, the cops began patrolling gopher turf in groups of four what or five. What a shaky policy, though, because they're like, <laughs> look at all those coats. We've got to go out together, boys. Yeah. Holy shit. Look at all the cops around. Oh, oh wait a minute. Look at these jackets. So that, the jacket fad quickly ended. Okay. Uh, oh, one, one Lung also had a tough time as leader because he was constantly being hospitalized for TB. Right. That might have been why he was called One Lung. <laughs> okay, yeah. Right. That makes sense. Uh, another prominent gopher leader was Happy Jack Mulraney. Sure, Happy Jack. He was known as Happy Jack. Because? Because it looked like he was always smiling. Uh-huh. The reason for that was because he had partial paralysis of his facial muscles. Okay. So, <laughs> mm, mm, not necessarily happy. No, I would say uh, maybe the opposite of happy. Annoyed? Annoyed. Annoyed Jack? T- irritated by being called happy. Hey, look who's smiling. It's happy Jack. Yeah, don't, uh, don't say it. Hey, smiling again, everybody. Kind of caught you open now. <laughs> Adorable. Ow. My mouth. Um, so he was a psychopath. Okay. His lieutenants would send him into a rage by telling him that certain enemies had made shitty comments about his constant grin, and then he'd go hunt them down. Oh, that is great. <laughs> that's so. That's like football stuff. Where you're just like, yeah. he said this about your wife. He did what? <laughs> when I was in Wisconsin, my buddy one time, this just escalated so fast. But my friend was driving, and he said to another buddy about this kid we saw walking down the street who went to our high school. He goes. Dude, that's that kid that talks shit about you. He goes, pull the car over. And they pull the car over. My buddy gets out, headbutts the guy. No. The guy's like, ah. And he goes, you talk shit about me? About me behind my back? And then he got in the car. We were like, oh, my God. Did he actually talk yeah. shit about him? No. <laughs> he just made it up? No, my buddy just, just said it as a joke. Driving. Oh, my God. He goes, dude, that's that guy that talks shit about you. He goes, pull the car over. 
Wow. Whatever happened to that guy? <laughs> I know him. Still, he works. He lives out here. Okay. Uh, well, the one guy lives out here. The other guy... Um, Dead. Well, close. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't always have to be enemies. Once, uh, once Happy Jack's close friend, Patty the Priest... Wow. Asked Happy Jack why he didn't laugh out the other side of his face, and Happy Jack pulled out a gun and shot Patty dead on the spot. It was okay. in a bar. It was in a bar, so, so what? a lot of people saw it. Oh yeah, and that was the end for Happy Jack. Oh, he was done. That's yeah, yeah. Now you're learning how the leaders go away in this game. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they yeah. get fired. They fire. Yeah. He was sentenced to death and electrocuted at Sing Sing. Oh wow. Uh, the Gophers also had a woman's lady Gopher gang. Oh, wow. Sort of like a spinoff series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly like yeah. a spinoff. Like, it's like Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. That was old. Uh, it, it was called, uh, officially, technical name was the Battle Row Ladies Social and Athletic Club. Oh, my God. What? But sure, they called them the Lady Gophers. Right, okay. They're also baby gophers who were the little kids who were trying to get in. They, they literally have done what the Gap did. <laughs> They got regular Gap. They got like female Gap, and yeah. now they got Gap babies, baby Gap. Yeah, it's, this is what the Gap is based on. Kid gang, just like a a bullpen of like babies that you're just breeding to be gophers. Well, I think that you're a little kid and you look up in the neighborhood to the tough guys. Kind of like daycare like, too. Yeah, it's a lot like daycare. Uh, so the ladies uh, were led by a, a succession of very brutal women, like uh, Gallus Mag, Sadie the Goat. Hellcat Maggie mm. and Battle Annie. Who's, Those who's, are good. Yeah, Battle Annie. Those sound like action figure names. Yeah. Um, Battle Annie's real name was Annie Walsh. Uh, Battle Annie was called the Queen of Hell's Kitchen and was said to be the most, quote, feared brick hurler of her time. Wow. So she was just a brick yeah, tosser? A fucking monster. <laughs> now, see, brick toss, that's not something I would anticipate. A brick being thrown at you? Yeah, no. like having to dodge bricks. Well, especially when she was clearly good at it. Yeah, that's problematic. you got to have an arm to fucking throw a brick. Oh, yeah. Accurately? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've thrown a lot of bricks your way. Yeah. She was called the, quote, sweetheart of almost the entire gopher gang, or at least all the captains. Okay. So I'm assuming she got around. Uh-huh. I think that's what that means. Okay. Uh, she could pull together a force of between 50 to several hundred women armed with clubs who would help in fights against other gangs or cops. That's great. Just a fucking, just an army of ladies yeah, coming at you Yeah, it's just a great, like, that, that's a great second. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Here come the ladies, boys. Oh, oh no, lady gophers. Uh, Battling Annie made her, uh, made a very good living during labor union wars by supplying lady fighters to battle on both sides of the labor issue. So Which, there'd be a strike, uh-huh. and and they, and then they'd pay the union would pay her to send in people to fight on the line. She's like, she has like extras, and the company would pay for her to send in scabs to fight. And so she so had. She's just stacking the deck for yeah, both sides. She's just making, thus not doing anything other than just making money. Making money, yeah, making money. Um, yeah. So the Gophers loved a good fight. One of their more uh, renowned battles, uh, they weren't even involved in. Members of the Five Pointers and the Eastmans were in the middle of a shootout on Rivington Street under wow. the Allen Street Arch of 2nd Avenue. And over 100 gang members were shooting at each other from behind uh, bridge pillars. Good Lord. 
Around six Gopher members just stumbled across the fight and decided to join in. They didn't even know who was fighting or why. They just started shooting. Shoot whoever's shooting at you. Shoot. <laughs> Boys, let's get in this. There's a bunch of, a bunch of lads firing at Come each on, other. Come on, let's shoot at each other. One Gopher said, quote, A lot of the guys was popping at each other, so why shouldn't we do a little popping ourselves? Uh, I know why. The street shootout lasted almost an hour before the cops were finally able to stop it. Only three gang members in ki- were killed and seven wounded. So not that good with the aiming. Yeah. I assume guns weren't that good at aiming right. either. Probably right. a distance, too. For an hour. I mean, that's Yeah, an hour's a long time. Yeah. Uh, in 1910, a Monk Eastman gang member named Chick Tricker. Wow. Worst gang name ever. <coughs> Chick right. Tricker here. Hi, I'm Chick Tricker. Stab. Uh, he bought a cafe on West 28th near Broadway. No, that's a bar. Okay. Uh, it was called. The, I was, yeah, I was picturing yeah, the yeah. gang members just like oh. help you guys like cappuccinos and uh, finger sandwiches. We've got a little provolone today, a nice bit of provolone in a, a turkey sandwich. Do yourselves a favor, uh, get the charcuterie plate. Oh, it's to die for. Absolutely to die for. Oh, hold on, I'm going to stab this gentleman. There we you. are, and a choy tea. Uh, uh, he seemed to not really be concerned when one of his gang members strolled in with Ida the Goose. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Sure, sure, sure. Um, now, she uh, was from Hell's Kitchen. Okay. Uh, and uh, the gang member had met her in Hell's Kitchen, and she was a very good-looking woman that many of the gophers loved. And then he uh, and then he brought her back. He, you know, they fell for each other, and he brought her back to the bar. Okay. And Ida, Ida was called the Belle of the Maryland at that point. But the gophers were not at all down with the gorgeous Ida being at the Maryland Cafe. So the gopher captains fired up all the troops, and they demanded she be returned or it would be war. Ida herself declined to leave her newfound love, and the owner, Tricker, refused to intervene. Okay. So, on October, And the gophers don't like it just because... Well, it's their hot lady from the neighborhood. So they don't like that she's tied well, down? Well, also, some of them had dated her. Right. Uh, there was one particular guy. That so was it's not it's not her. necessarily the location. They just are like, get out of here. I don't think you're allowed to come and, and, and okay. take a lady from your uh, your a- a- avenue or whatever. Okay. It's a different it was, time, man. They better have a handbook. Cause writing, you mean writing all this shit down? Yeah. You know, like, Paula. oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that because I would have dated a girl and brought her. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Oh, yeah. I think it's don't still bring the same. Don't bring her around here. I think okay. it's still the same way. Okay. Uh, so October 1910, four gopher gunmen calmly walked into the Maryland cafe, sat down, and ordered beers. Mm. You see, Uh it's that you called them gunmen. Oh, shit. I'm worried about that. Uh, in the bar, there were six tricker gang members, two bartenders, and Ida the Goose. I wonder why they called her the Goose. I couldn't find that out. Mm. I don't know. Uh, the tricker gangsters... Territorial? Uh, were, quote, amazed at the audacity of the four gophers and watched them nervously without saying a word. But Ida, being Ida, said something. Quote, say, you guys have got a nerve. Okay. Fucking Ida. Yeah. I feel like this is a good time to not talk to him. Yep. The gophers ignored her and just sat there quietly drinking their beers until they were all done with their beers. And then one of them said, quote, well, let's have at it. And then they all spun around with their guns in their hands and just started shooting. Five of the trickers' men uh, were seriously wounded. The bartenders crouched and hid behind the bar, as did Ida and her new boyfriend. So he, he's, he 
he's a pussy. Well, I mean, I he's mean, alive. Sort of, but he's alive. <laughs> what do you do? Um, I go out fighting. I'm behind the bar. Well. I'm absolute. I'm behind Ida behind the bar. <laughs> hey, baby, I, well, you don't know which way they're going to come from. Yeah, come on, Goose, stand still. Here, let's spoon. I'm Maverick, you're Goose. Um, f- <laughs> so uh, the Gophers just sat there and waited, and then Ida seemed to realize this was not going to work, just hiding behind the bar. And she looked at her cowering new boyfriend and said, quote, come out and take it. Then she pushed him out into the open. Uh, and he uh, fell onto his knees and started trembling. And then uh, each gopher shot him. Oh, my God. That is the worst. That's the worst. That's the worst yeah. way to go. He, I the told worst, you. The worst. No, 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 no. It's the it's the it's the being on your knees, trembling, praying. And then they're like, nah, we're going to shoot yeah, you still. Nah. And you, you just go out like worst case. You got to go out fighting. Like if you know they're going to shoot you. They always were going to shoot him. Well, look, I see. They your... just shot the other four guys, and you're the main target. Why are you hiding behind the goose? I want to live. <laughs> I want to live. It's not an option. Uh, it should be. Um, so then, gentlemen, uh, I'm so sorry. Please, uh, why don't we all shoot him once? The the last gopher uh, who put the final bullet in him was Ida's uh, last ex boyfriend. Uh. And then they casually walked out. <laughs> Which two days late, earlier, he was like, so do you still talk to your ex at all? Do you guys keep what's, in touch? What's, what's your deal? Oh, he's a little bit uh, volatile. My ex was so volatile, too. Uh, she she would get so upset with, with me over the toilet seat. And yeah. I would say, baby, look... I need it. I need it up. Sometimes you need it done. I don't know why I always have to leave it down for yeah. you. So that's something we have in common. It's like that, but he, yeah. shoots, he shoots you in the face. Yeah, I know. That's what it felt like okay. with her. Sometimes Lorraine right. would just always be like that. Okay. You know, it wasn't if it was when. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we have that in common. Yeah, we should stop. Mm. Thirsty for a drink, goose. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little goosey. Uh, so then the guys just casually walked out and started walking back to Hell's Kitchen. And Ida the Goose I, yeah. followed them at a respectable distance. That's kind of how said, geese do it. Yep. And was said to be glowing with pride over the shootout that had happened for her. What? Ida never strayed again from Hell's Kitchen. She was very prideful. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, goose, goose, gooses are? Geese. Gooses. Okay. Um, so when the Gophers... Uh, Later leader Newberg Gallagher was convicted uh, of stuff and sent to Sing Sing. Smashing watermelons too close to crowds. Yeah. I mean, he had the big hammer. The gang went into disarray and split into three factions with Owen Madden, now known as Oni the Killer. (laughs) Okay, great. I'm glad to see he's all grown up. He's 18. Oh, he's 18. Had a good seven years of childhood. Uh, he, He led the largest group. Oni was known to have, quote, cruelty of a devil. Ugh. It's not surprise. Eleven. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It was never going to go right. I mean, when you beat up a cop. But if you're that, that cop, you're like, see, see, that's the he's, fucker. He's a total badass. What did I tell you? He's a total badass. Uh, a description of Oni from the uh, oh, uh, I think New York Times. Uh, but he uh, he was but eighteen when he assumed command of one of the Gopher factions and had scarcely passed his twenty third birthday with five murders chalked up uh, by police. He was a crack shot with a revolver and an accomplished artist with a slingshot, a blackjack, and a pair of brass knuckles, not to mention a piece of lead pipe wrapped in a newspaper, which was always a favorite weapon. Oh, you got to say extra, extra before you hit someone with it. That's a must. That's a must. Today's news is an iron 
bar. Yeah. This just in. Bam. Oni uh, was not uh, big. Uh, uh, he did not go in uh, for much activity with his fists. He preferred an equalizer, a pistol, a weapon that would make all his uh, men his own size. In common with his mates, he wore the turtleneck sweater and cap, which was the standard uh, wear for a tough guy. He talked out of the corner of his Times mouth. Times have changed. Yeah. Oh, that's very happy Jack of him. Hey, these doors. Uh, and a dim. Dim, these doors. Dim, uh, a Popeye jaw. It was a habit he never got over. Uh, I think it was something he, you know, you just, it was like the cool way to talk back then. Well, it's also probably if you're, if since 11, you've been up to shady shit. Yeah. You're probably just used to talking out of one side of yeah, your mouth. You're, most most of the time you talk, it's about shenanigans. Yeah, what are we doing over here, boys? Uh, Don't kill anyone, but I got a new plan. So I can't take my job of this position now. It's all fucked up now. The thing that uh, made only a leader uh, uh, was his utter contempt for life. Um. Oni was accused of murdering an Italian man to celebrate becoming the leader of the Gopher faction. Well, fireworks weren't invented. The boys, thank you very much. Let's go kill uh, one of them Italians. Hey, I'm the leader of this new gang. Oh, congratulations. Kill him. Oh. What? Wait, no, he's Irish. He's Irish. He's Sorry. Irish. Leave him Let's be. Try that again. Sorry. Well, there's a gentleman behind him. Sir, I'm the leader of the new gang. Hello, how are you? I, I'm good. I'm the leader of the new guy. Hey, hi, how are you? Hey, what are you? I can't stop a spicy meatball. Get him, get him! Uh, Oni uh, uh, was released when several of the witnesses uh, to the killing disappeared. Vacation? Yeah, there's a lot of vacation time back then. So a lot of people, uh, if you murdered someone around... June, July, usually August, uh, everyone will be gone. Vacation. Yeah. Uh, it, so in under a year, he murdered. He murdered. Wow, us. you are in character. Moited a store clerk on a trolley car who had asked out one of Oni's girls. He always had a ton of ladies. He, he murdered like him man. on a cart. On a street car, a trolley car. That's a hard murder. Well, the guy was hitting on his lady. <laughs> yeah, but that like is okay. Well, there are a lot of people, is what you're thinking. I had the many complications. Like what? Like, yeah, I mean, the people, for one thing, what do you do with the body once it's done? Do you just sort of uh, no, prop it up? I think he up? just shot him and then... Shot him and rolled. Go, and then it was like, oh, can I get off here? Yeah, he, yeah, he just pulled the little thing. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Uh, while uh, the guy was dying, uh, the store clerk, uh, he did he did say it was Oni, and the police arrested Oni after a chase across tenement roofs of Hell's Kitchen. Wow, so he... He was the first guy to do that. Yeah. And then now it's been in all the movies. Right, so yeah. And when he was doing it, he was like, this will be great in the, in the talkies. Think of how nice this will be if I'm silhouetted and the background is nice and sunny. Uh, once again, he was let go after all of the witnesses disappeared. Uh, but the gang, uh, the Gopher gang, would hit its peak under the leadership of Oni at 500 members strong. He was making 200 bucks a day, which would be about 2,500 a day now. Wow. Okay. They just shake down shops and right. raid the fucking... Railroad yards and stuff. Well, I'd give Oni money. I would, too. Yeah. As much as he wanted. Whatever he wants. Um, Whatever. Oni and Tanner Smith, who is a former leader of the Marginal Gang, which is not a good name for a gang. The Marginal Gang? We're, all, we're almost there. Yeah, we're on the cusp. <laughs> yeah, we almost official. So close. Uh, the two of them rented uh, a couple of rooms in a house and then called it the Winona Club. 
<laughs> okay. So some guy just has a house and he puts up a couple of rooms for rent uh-huh. upstairs. Airbnb. And they take it over and they and then they call it a club. That is just uh, that's so great to be the guy. <laughs> hey, um, guys, what, uh, what? I just wanted to uh, come up here and just talk to you guys for a minute. Yeah, what's uh, up there? Uh-huh. Cool. So, oh, look at your little mouth going. Uh, hi, hi, hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I don't like yeah. the way you are addressing me. Oh. But uh, my question is: uh-huh. someone, as some of the guys who've been coming over, they've been saying that this is the Winona Club. Yeah, it's a club now. Well, but just to be clear, you guys rented two rooms, right? So that doesn't give you a floor right. my place. I'm gonna crack your fucking skull open. <laughs> Okay, well, your attitude okay. again is very You know what you are now? To You're respond. the fucking chef. Okay? <laughs> no. Downstairs. No. Uh, I am I'm going to go downstairs, okay. but not because you told me to, because okay. this is my home, and you can't just invent a little club. Uh-huh. So down the stairs I go of my own volition. Club. Okay, thank you. So it's it's not even in uh, like a bad neighborhood. Like they went to a nice rich neighborhood to do this it's so great (laughs) again it's the first it's like when people do something the first time you're like uh, you know like you're you're not you're like wait what the hell nobody's ever going on right now yeah you can't adjust to it you just the first suicide bomb people were like the hell is going on you know like the first time someone does that you're like what is happening so the idea that that dude has to piece it together like when they just have like toothpicks in their mouths like their shirts off and like just it smells like beer and weed and he's just knocking on the door like an ra (laughs) yeah what do you want mate yeah i know yeah, no, what the problem is, the reason why the ceiling's dripping downstairs is because we spilled a bunch of ale and we've also been pissing on the floor. Because we're the Winona Club now, you see. <laughs> so, uh, so of course, it's a quiet neighborhood, so people start complaining about all the drunks partying and screaming late into the night. So the new... This oh. really is the problem with Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what happens? People are like, No. So uh, the owner, who is a blacksmith, who has no idea who he's rented the rooms to... He goes upstairs to tell him to keep it down because neighbors are complaining. And Oni, who is now surrounded by six or seven gang members, uh, and while they were listening to someone play a piano that they had stolen. <laughs> who probably <laughs> couldn't play. Oh, Oni said, uh, so the owner goes up there and says, you'll have to keep quiet up here or I'll put you out of my house. And Oni says, you'll put me out of your house. Mister, did you ever hear of Oni Madden? He goes, yes. And he goes, well, mister, I'm only Madden. And then the homeowner turned around and went back downstairs. Oh, and man. minded his own business. Oh, man. <laughs> in his own house. It's like <laughs> Conor McGregor before organized boxing. <laughs> nah, I don't think that's going to work for me. Oh, I live here now. Oh. Uh, huh. Okay. Right. Yep. Huh. Yep. Get out of here. Enjoy your stay. Yeah, well. Would you like some towels? Shut up. And yeah, two extras, please. But neighbors finally complained to police, who sent a cop over. And as the cop walked up, they saw him coming. Oni yelled out the window, We'll shoot the gizzard out of any cop that tries to get in here. So the cop turned around. And you, went, lo- you love to see that as one straight walk. That's one shot. Yeah. Right? <laughs> get out of here, we'll kill you. Back to the car. So uh, the cop goes back to the station to get reinforcements, and then a squad led by a police sergeant uh, came. Oni knew they were coming, obviously, and the gang uh, had barricaded themselves inside the house now. The sergeant demanded that he be allowed to enter, 
and was met with, quote, threats and curses. Then the sergeant approached the front door and banged on it with his nightstick, and a gopher leaned out the window and shot at him. Jeez. And a bullet just grazed his head. Oh, my gosh. There was then a brief standoff, and the cops retreated, but what they were actually doing was sending two men around the back, uh. and then all the other cops made a big show of force out front, and while they did that, the two co- cops entered through the back and surprised the gang, because, of course, they were all at right. the front window. And then right then, the rest of the squad busted in in the front and stormed the house, and they quickly took over the situation, handcuffed the gang members, and then beat the living shit out of them. Okay. Now, Oni was still a minor at this point. I what? Believe, I believe he's still 17. I thought he was 18. I think he's still 17. He's 17. Yeah. So the next day in court, <laughs> he was lectured by the judge and then released on a $500 bond. Tanner Smith, on the other hand, went over to the mayor's office to show the mayor his bruised and beaten body while screaming about police brutality. <laughs> mayor William J. Gaynor then took action against the police. Oh, boy. <laughs> Gaynor! He reprimanded the police department and implemented Order Number 7, which forbade New York City police officers from using their nightsticks unless they could prove it was in, in defense of their lives. What a different time. <laughs> So that order lasted two years before a new mayor came in and tossed it out. Okay. Now we're back to normal. Right. It seems a Yeah. Now, from the incident, uh, Tanner Smith became a gang hero and opened a bar, at least for a while. Uh, just four years later, he was arrested uh, while caught having a running gunfight with a fellow gopher. Wow. <laughs> As the cops took Tanner away, several gophers showed up and threatened them, but the cops managed to get away with Tanner. While being booked, Tanner then got into a fist fight with the booking officer. <laughs> wow. I mean, you think it's over. You're in holding. You've lost. Uh, at that uh, time, police believed Tanner was now at war with Oni for go- gopher control of the area, uh, but Tanner went to jail. Uh, and... And uh, the Gophers were indeed at war with Tanner and others because the Hudson River Railroad, which was now the New York Central Railroad, had had enough of the Gophers' raids on their yards. The company organized a special force to stop the constant raids of the Gophers. Most of the special force were ex-policemen who had, quote, suffered grievously at the hands of Gopher gang members. The Gophers were also more vulnerable, vulnerable now because they did not have the protection of local politicians they used to have. And the special railroad force attacked Hell's Kitchen with a fury. Gophers were beaten literally all over Hell's Kitchen. The gang was decimated by clubs, blackjacks, pistols, pretty much any weapon one of these guys could get their hands on. And so now they're in a little bit in disarray. And this led to the Gopher gang fighting with other gangs over just little bits of territory. That is quite a fall. Yeah. One just one like week, yeah. They just, they just the, these guys they're just, like, done shit and yeah, knock the shit out of them all. Uh, Oni's Gopher Gang. So now there's different factions, right? Sure, they've been like split up, right? So Oni's Gopher Gang had a chief henchman, Eddie Egan. Uh, these are the chief henchmen he had: Ellie Egan, Bill Tammany, and Chick Highland. Chick's apparently a great name back then for fellas. I like to bring it back. Uh, but they weren't up to snuff. Tammany was soon sent away for 15 years, Highland uh, for four years, and Egan just disappeared. <laughs> so now Oni was the, without the support uh, of uh, leaders that a gang leader needed, and he had a huge ego. Quote, 
Oni thrive principally upon sneak thievery, stick-ups, loft burglaries, intimidation of merchants and saloon keepers, and collections from shady politicians. He made enemies by the score, for he was ambitious, domineering, and frequently let it be known that he aspired to be acknowledged the king of all gangs. But he he was 11 when this started. (laughs) Like, of course he's warped. Even the way he's talking about it, he's like, yeah. "I'm gonna be the king." Yeah, yeah, he might he's be. He's still little... like arguably adorable. When you when you get success <coughs> at, a, at a young age, it really goes to your head. Yeah, I think this is a classic example. He's like Macaulay Culkin. He's a lot like Macaulay Culkin. Name one difference. I can't see any. On November 6, nineteen fourteen, at the Arbor Dance Hall on Fifty Second Street near Seventh Avenue, Oni walked in alone, so he's out of his territory. Right? Okay, Oni the lonely. Second, yeah. Um, he walked in alone and strutted to the middle of the dance floor. He then stood there with folded arms and a scowl on his face. The music stopped. Women and men backed off the dance floor and headed for the exits. Owen then yelled, Go on and have your fun. I won't bump anybody off tonight. I don't want to spoil you guys' party. And then he went to the balcony where he could see everything and drank whiskey for hours. Uh, it's a little, uh, it's a little Scarfacey. It's a little Cape Fearish. Uh, so then, uh, at some point, a woman. Came. I don't have any beef with any of you guys. I'll be up on the balcony drinking cocaine. So, at some point, a lady, she likes to look up, and she comes over, and they start chatting. And then he's focused on her, and suddenly he realized he was surrounded by eleven Hudson dusters with guns. Oh boy. Oni being Oni, he wasn't impressed. He stood up and said, come on, you guys, you wouldn't shoot nobody. Who's you ever bump off? Uh, why? And they shot. Yeah. Now, I got, I saw three different, one place said he was shot six times, one place said he was shot eight times, another one's 11. Ugh. So we'll go with eight. Okay. Uh, but he lived. What? And when police questioned him in the hospital, Oni said, quote, Nothing doing. The boys will get him. It's nobody's business but mine who put these slugs into me. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that is badass. That is badass. <laughs> uh, a week after the shooting, at least three of the Hudson Dusters were dead. As Oni recovered, gopher William Moore, known as Little Patsy Doyle. What is see, happening? He went. That name. What is, is he? Well, maybe a lot. Maybe all the Moore names were taken in the in the Bill names. Once Little Patsy gets back from picking flowers, we'll go. <laughs> I've had a lovely day in the field, I have. We've picked so many nice daisies. You know, I forgot to give you a last name, Doyle. But me name's not Doyle. Shut up, you little Patsy. Call me LP or Little Pats. So Little Patsy Doyle made a power play. He announced that Oni would not be returning, and he tried to take over leadership of the gang. So while he's in hospital, he's like, yeah, he's retired. Yeah. Oh, he's done. He won't be back. Right. That's it for him. This was partially because uh, uh, little Patsy Doyle's ex-girlfriend, Frida Horner, said she was going to marry Oni. So okay. he's got a little... A beef. So Patsy started to assemble a small crew of his own thugs. But then Oni got out of the hospital and was walking around, which really hurt the story that Patsy had been telling people about Oni being paralyzed. Yeah, because he's walking. Yeah. Right. Uh, there was uh, then an inter-gang war, beatings and stabbings on both sides. And then on November 28, 1914, gopher pinup girl Margaret 
Everdeen. Gopher that's what pinup. Girl? That's what they described her as. In oh, the, so uh, she's just like an attractive. I think she's just gopher. Pretty. I think the guy was trying to come up with a word for pretty. Yeah. Well, gopher pinup girl is really nice. Have you ever seen a gopher pinup? Nope. Hot. Mm. Uh, so she calls Patsy, and she tells him that Frida wants to get back together. Pa- okay, Patsy, Patsy, whose ex is Frida, who said she's going to marry Oni. Yeah. Right, okay. So he says, you know, she wants really? to get together. So she's parent-trapping him? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah so, she wants to meet you at dinner tonight. So Patsy falls for it, and then he goes to a bar to meet her. Oh, boy, I got the butterflies again. <laughs> goes, oh, boy, oh, boy. He, Hope my breasts are right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he goes inside and sits down, and he's told that Frida is in the in the ladies' room and should be just out. water. I'm waiting for someone. Yeah, in a minute, sitting there with this little flower. Hey. Oh boy! Oh boy! How are you doing? Hey, good to see you, Frida. And nice then, to see you, Frida. Then, you look good, Frida. While he waited, two gophers came out and shot him. He staggered out of the bar and fell dead on a tenement doorstep. Mm. Police arrested the girls, all the girls who had set it up. The girl, right? The ones who said Frida's into it and all that. Okay. Uh, And anybody else who had been involved in the setup, they uh, they they ended up testifying against Oni, who was charged as an accomplice. Okay. Of fifty-seven crimes, Oni had been charged with. This was the first time he had ever been convicted. Wow. Later, the girls recanted their testimony, but the judge wasn't buying it. Oh no, you said it. Oni was sentenced uh, from ten to twenty years in Sing Sing. He was released in 1923, serving At just... the age of 18. Under, <laughs> just under 10 years. But everything had changed. The Brutal Street gangs were gone, and they had been replaced by smarter gangs who were taking advantage of Prohibition. The Gophers were no more. But Oni adjusted and got into bootlegging, and eventually he would be driven out by the Italian mob and would retire to Hot Springs, Arkansas, where many criminals retired. And he would live there until 1935. Wow. That's Oni. your boy, fucking Oni. Wow. Quite a little run there for little Oni. Yeah. Hmm. Well, proud of him. You wouldn't survive a minute back then. Uh, yeah, I think you're probably right. Wouldn't be long. I have, would be all over that shit. You'd be okay. <laughs> you'd probably get murdered, but you'd be playing the game right. No, I'd be there till at least I was 23. <laughs> okay, congrats. <laughs> well done. I'll be, I'll be out around then. Uh, my whole thing would just like they'd just be like going through like a plan. I'd be like, "What about this? No, what if we just talk to him?" You'd be like a rat catcher. Has anyone? To- what? How <laughs> dare you? Because you love animals. Oh, you mean I'd be saving rats? No, you'd be catching and bringing them into the rat fights. But no, you'd, but no. you'd what? Guy- I probably would be a little rat man. I'd just be down <laughs> in my tunnel with my rats, being like, "You're my only friends," like an animal hoarder with like rats coming out of all my pockets, and I'd just be like singing little songs to myself and the rats. You know, hopefully we don't see no cats. We're the rats. We're the rats. 1892, <laughs> Gareth the Ratman Reddits. We're the rats. We're the rats. We gotta say congrats. We're the rats. We're the rats. <laughs> All right, time to lay on my bed of fur and feces. <laughs> Tomorrow we conquer the world again, guys. Now two of you get down my pants. No. As usual. This took a bad turn. Now everyone get in my pockets. We sign rats. Why don't you get inside my mouth? We you sign, know how I like it. We sign rats. Deep in my mouth. Oh, oh, oh. 
Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.